0: On the piano <laughs> they all they, they
1: all think they're drunk but the kids swap the kegs oh that's so funny wow man yeah i <laughs> i totally forgot about the freaks and geeks that is an absolute gem of a show canceled too early no doubt
0: uh i think it, i think they played it just right i think it would have went downhill afterwards and it, it kind of then it kind of faded so it's like kind of it's a hidden gem you're right like not a, not everybody knows about it not everybody remembers it it was a great show started a lot of
1: careers you might be right where you know sometimes you got to leave on the high note you know i always thought arrested development was great because it only had those like two or three seasons or whatever so it was, sure. it kind of just kind of you know snuck up on you and you have this great show and it there wasn't enough time for it to kind of peter off in the end and you end up with like season eight of the office, where nobody remembers after Steve Carell left.
0: after season four, they all become lost.: <laughs>
1: Yes, everything becomes yeah, we're lost. It's like
0: this doesn't even make sense with the first season, you know like what
1: And we still it's have no same an- show. No answer on the Smoke Monster to this day. Well, I mean was the smoke Monster. Who was Jacob again? I still don't understand any of it. You know what
0: happened? It's really is they- funny. <laughs> they went on strike since then. We forgot about both strikes. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care then. I I don't care now. Freaks and Geeks.
1: Freaks and Geeks is really funny because it was, I believe, Judd Apatow's first gig. And then he created one of my favorite quickies um, in that time frame, Undecided or Undeclared. I think it was Undeclared. With the same actors. Like a few years later. It was on Fox for like two seasons. I'm pretty sure Seth uh, Rogen was in it. And um, a few other of those characters like uh, Jay Buren, call Thal, whatever his name is, you know, a, a lot of these guys oh, were, yeah, 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 undeclared. It was, very, but anyways, they canceled that one like two seasons in, and famously, I believe it was Apatow who wrote like um a letter. This is still in the days like before the emails, I believe, but he he wrote something along the lines to the executives there at Fox or NBC, wherever it was, like, how how can you, uh, How can you fuck me in the ass when your dick is still in there from the last time? You know, that's kind of (laughs) like along those lines. I mean, dude, he's
0: not far off. Freaks and Geeks 1999 has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: It is almost a perfect show. It really is a beautiful like set of episodes, and it captures (laughs) the essence of being young in that time frame.
0: No, but then they canceled that, and then he makes Undeclared, you know? And you're like, oh, this was his bad show. Ninety three on Rotten Tomatoes. I
1: <laughs> know. You know what I mean? That like why yeah, that must have been a political Oh, it was something. But he walked away and ended up Thankfully those got cancelled because that's when we started getting, you know, uh all those great comedies with the um forget forgetting Sarah Marshall and uh, oh, everything yeah, else, you know, all those dudes came out. Into the Greek. I, I'm pretty sure he was responsible for old school if I'm not mistaken, and a lot of the uh, frat pack uh, movies that came out around that time, uh, maybe even Zoolander, I could be wrong, but I do think Apata ha- had his claws in many of those earlier sweet comedies that we saw in the, in the early aughts. Yeah, dude, they got all these movies that he made, dude,
0: his career... Wow. Did you know he
1: made Bros? I didn't know he was behind Bros. Can you enlighten the audience (sighs) on what Bros is again? Uh, Billy Eichner? Yeah, because I'm not mistaken. He created it, wrote it, starred in it,
0: right? I figured you would would know more about it than I do.
1: Well, I'm not fully out there. It's three quarters, (laughs) folks, three quarters, all right? Apparently, it's just like a
0: rom-com of dudes. And then uh, he also was responsible for the bubble. Remember
1: that weird one about the COVID bubble? I never saw that or remember it existing. I, some weird time warp happened because of COVID, and I have essentially forgotten and blacked out a good chunk of uh, two years there.
0: I mean, you could literally just see his career just tanked in 2012. <laughs> 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 it has been pretty bad ever since then, because before that, was like get him to the Greek, funny people. Year one, Pineapple
1: Express, Step Brothers. Ah, Step Brothers. That's right. What a what a great flick. Yeah, yeah man.
0: Forgetting Sarah Marshall, super bad. Oh, I didn't know he did
1: Knocked Up. Yeah, no, he was. I'm telling you, he he was forty year old Virgin. Yes, that's Holy right. Shit. Yeah, no, he, Cable Guy. Well, Cable Guy directed by Ben Stiller. I believe his first directorial uh, film. Wow. Uh. And you know, it cable guy, very dark. Allegedly, Jim Carrey wanted to go darker with it, and he got a lot of pushback from the uh, you know, executives <laughs> there. Do you want to hear the list
0: after 2012?
1: It's Dude, probably a bunch of crappy films. I can only imagine. The five year engagement. Never heard of it. This is 40, pretty good. Alright.
0: Begin again. Never heard of it. Yeah, same, it. never heard. <laughs> uh, anchorman 2 that was a major flop dis- yeah <laughs> major disappointment absolutely uh this is where he gets into amy schumer i guess because train
1: wreck uh i don't remember but i know i saw it right and maybe funny P- Pee Wee's big holiday wow uh, i didn't see that was he not responsible for the bridesmaids Yes, Bridesmaids, that, 2011. Bridesmaids, pretty funny. Oh, dude, t- so was you're when it right, tanked. dude. You are correct, sir. After 2012, oh wow, 2011. And right after
0: that, it went into Wonderlust, which was so dumb. That was with uh, Jennifer Aniston.
1: Yeah, it's slipping my mind, man.
0: Wow, uh, dude, and that's why I mean, Bridesmaid was like, so he did get him to the Greek, and then Bridesmaids. So that's like, okay. And then after that, dude, I mean, The Big Sick, never even heard of it. Julia <laughs> Naked,
1: never wow, heard of it. no.
0: The Zen Diaries of Gary Shanding, who, what?
1: Oh, I, and then, I saw that on HBO then,
0: Max, I believe. And then now I hate you, because I didn't realize you're the one that brought us the fucking King of Staten Island movie.
1: Oh, right, he's a fan of, um, what's the fella with the big dick energy? I I'm slowly forgetting him. As time goes on, uh, he's yeah, not Pete, uh, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. He's not dating anyone popular enough anymore for me to, you know, he needs to date Taylor Swift to get back well, to the that's how you know he's got a
0: small dick with that big dick energy because, dude, usually it's the other way around. Like, the girls find out you got a small dick and then they, they can't, you know, it never ends. <laughs> right. But you kind of just like, who are you dating now? Nobody
1: knows. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Appertaz career kind of nosedive after 2012. You can't expect anyone to really hang on to that roller coaster ride and keep going to the top. Eventually, you you hit that peak and you gotta run your path down. But I also want to kind of stress 2012. You are bringing in the uh, you know the iPhones and the Twitter becomes popular, and you gotta say probably around 2012 forward. We're getting the woke culture and the cancel culture is picking up steam. Apatow probably wasn't able to produce hits anymore because he couldn't really test the boundaries of what was considered funny. Oh, my God,
0: dude. You are fucking you just nailed it because if you you could just look at the covers they are all like in a display and every single cover is like a bunch of dudes or like a dude, you know, like Seth Rogen and that chicken knocked up. Like it looks like a comedy with dudes. That's right. I mean, and then that's it. After 2011's Bridemaids is all chicks. And then the rest of these are all like there's a gay person
1: or a chick are like the predominant figure on the cover. <laughs> we all forget, man. 2012 was a powerful moment in history. That was the second uh, iteration there, I believe, of Obama. Right, that's when he had his second run, and the oh, yeah. the Obama doctrine had the full head of steam at that point. And that's when we really started getting the push on the critical race theory, and you know the indoctrination of the whole uh, systemic racism and how we can't really make fun of people anymore. And you flash forward about six years or so later. We're at a point where things are ableist now. You can't even make fun of handicap people, right? Like we oh, we've whoa. gone like so far, man. You know, I haven't heard that word in a long time. Ableist. I just read an article with some ableism in it, dude. <laughs> an ableist. Ableist. Oh yeah, I like that better. Yeah, it has more of a hit to it. But I, it, it's amazing when you watch the slippery slope that it is. Uh now 2023 man I'm reading a lot of stuff here in Colorado major pushback going on with the EIG uh programs what is that like ah, oh, man I, I the inclusivity <laughs> stuff what is it
0: I don't know if it's
1: EIG I know it's uh equity inclusivity and Geo-engineering, geoengineering, right? That's what I think it is. <laughs> equity, inclusivity, geoengineering. That's how you get all these chemtrails <laughs> Yeah, that's right, dude. <laughs> that's oh, why, no. you know, they're only hiring blacks and lesbians, and the skies are coated in chemtrails. We got equity, we got inclusion, and we got the geoengineering, EIG. That's uh, just had a disaster. That's how, uh, Uh-oh. build Can back. You hear that? Oh, no. What do you got going on here?
0: I just spilled the beer on my. Soundboard.
1: Wow, we got a soundboard saturated in the brouhaha. This could be uh, explosive, actually. We'll see what happens. I can only assume Mike's going to detach some wires, try and probably flip that bad boy upside down and dry it out, it would be my only guess. I don't know. Nah, it's no, all right. he's just rolling just, with it.
0: I'll just buy a new one if I have to. This is a cheap Amazon one.
1: Yeah, you know, I think beer, um, you should be all right. It just uh, makes things a little more sticky. Right.
0: Alcohol dissolves faster than water. <laughs> All right. We'll go with that. Sorry. It's... <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, uh, I think that's called a party foul. If I'm not mistaken. Huge party
0: foul. Sp- I heard it's
1: good luck though. <laughs> Got laid many a times for being made fun
0: of for party foul.
1: All right, Mike, the party foul plumber is what they like Maybe to call him. Yeah, tonight. man. <laughs> Speaking of party fouls, uh, a big foul or big no-no, if you will, a uh, you know something that people tend to poo-poo on is inviting folks to parties that aren't invited to the party, and then retracting the invitation. You really don't. You want to avoid that kind of scenario. Uh, Dude, you know what I was thinking about today? Oh, I'm ready for
0: this. We were talking about Christmas Eve, and uh, I was thinking about how like. We were, you know, I don't know, we were just talking about like past Christmas Eve and everything. And then <laughs> definitely you could tell how your year went based on how you feel about going to the family party. All right. You know what I'm saying? Kind of, yeah. Like When you have a bad year and everybody knows it, nobody wants to go to that family party.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you mean what? like a year under Bidenomics? Yeah, but yeah, you know. I think my
0: auto tune is on.
1: Yeah, you got something going on. You're right you're on. giving me uh, like a hip hop vibe, which I'm okay with. <laughs> yeah, this is this is <laughs> the year of the Lord, 2023. <laughs> yeah, man. Where are my big girls at? Oh, I'm ready to get, get jiggy with it. I don't know how to turn off auto tune. Well, you probably moved a little knob there somewhere, and you probably How's that. Does that sound better? Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm not hello, sure. Hello, hello, hello. You sounding are, yeah, it like sounded human sounding good. I, I was a little bit more into you being the T-Pain of podcasters.
0: <laughs> yeah, this could no, be exactly this what it said. I be just a unlocked whole... his secret.
1: <laughs> I think he just
0: walked in, spilled beer on the soundboard.
1: Oh, man, that's groovy. Let's, let's roll with that. <laughs> that was way better than what I had written. <laughs> also, my voice sounds way better with that uh, computerized <laughs> sound going on there. Mike T. Payne plumber, coming at you in the podcast universe I wear many hats man of many hats well speaking of party fouls uh, did you see the news about the mayor of Boston sending out an invitation to all parties uh, for her no whites invited only Christmas party? There's no way it was like a no whites. It was a no whites party, man. Like it said no white people? I'm pretty sure it was no whites allowed. Uh, well, let's get a little clarity here. I got, I got the goods. I think this might be racist clip of the year. Uh, but we'll let the audience decide here. Uh, for me, this is the no whites Boston party. Uh, let's see how it goes.
2: Well, an errant email leading to an online
1: firestorm and accusations of racism aimed at the mayor of Boston. The mayor is the first woman, the first person of color, and the first Asian-American to hold the city's highest post. And she's under fire after an aide mistakenly when sent out- When did Asians invi- become people of color? Oh, thank you. I was going to say it myself. When did this but- happen?
0: How are they oppressed? They're doing better than us.
1: The, the f- so, they're yeah. doing
0: so good. Did you see the fucking SAT standards for Asians to get into Harvard? I did not they, see this. No. They, dude,
1: dude, <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: if you're black, you just have to smell your name right, pass high school, and apply. You're in. If you're fucking Asian, you have to get a perfect SAT. Wow. Yeah. It's and- unbelievable. When you look at like the average score for Asians versus average score for the other groups,
1: it's disgusting. And if you're a white, straight male, they just burn your application on the spot. Well, first they put it up on the board and laugh at you. (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) right. This guy thought he was going to get in. He's white, he's a man, and he's straight. What was this guy thinking? Never sucked a dick in his life.
0: (laughs) 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 I think we fucking give a a, a damn about the lacrosse team, buddy. How many dicks (laughs) did you suck? (laughs)
1: Have you looked more into this movie by George Clooney that's coming out, The Boys in the Boat? No. I keep seeing the commercial on TV. I'm an avid cable television watcher, not for anything in particular. I actually just enjoy commercials to get a good gauge on where our society is at. And I believe the pendulum is swinging. I've watched this commercial several times with Emma in the room, and I keep saying to her, now pay attention, all right? Tell me what you see. Tell me what you see here. And the boys (laughs) in the boat, I want everyone to watch this. It's a movie executive produced, potentially, I think, directed by George Clooney. It's about a team from Harvard, I think, during World War II, a rowing team. And uh, there is not one single minority in this trailer. Not one. Set in 1930s,
0: University of Washington. There it is. They were competing to go to the
1: Ber- Berlin Olympics. That's right, man, which was hosted by Hitler. You know, the, the past Trump, the Trump of the 30s. Really funny because it says,
0: uh, did you mean boys in the hood? This kind of is the white version of boys in the hood.
1: Right, Poison in the boat. Well, we're going through reverse racism here. It's very similar to what happened to white people in South Africa, and what what we're experiencing culturally. We're now seeing the pendulum swing. We're getting the George Clooney's out there, and he's producing the whites-only movies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> first, first article that comes up about it: New George Clooney movie fails to end his dismal 12-year Rotten Tomato streak. <laughs> Have you guys seen any of your movie scores? (laughs) You get fucking 46 with the critics and
1: 100 with the the audience. You guys are so out of touch. If this movie's 90 minutes, it's movie of the year in my book. I'm telling you right now.
0: 204.
1: That's it. We got a winner. This is the one, man. (laughs) Take note, Avatar. One movie, two hours. So I read an article about a uh, movie theater in Fort Collins here in Colorado, Uh, they got in big trouble with the studios for due to viewer requests, uh, they inserted an intermission into one of their movies. I believe it's The Flowers of the New Moon, the Scorsese movie with Leo Leo DiCaprio. It's like three hours and 40 minutes or some absurd length. And this Fort Collins Theater got in trouble, and uh, they had to put the movie back on the normal length based on Scorsese's demand that people experience the movie as it is. And allegedly, the same happened with Cameron with multiple theaters in small towns across America who just wanted to stick in a little bit of a 10-minute intermission in their four-hour epic, you know, The Way of Water.
0: Plus, it's a great—okay. You need the break. And it's a great opportunity for them to sell more concessions. Yes. I'm two hours in, dude. I'm ready for another meal. I'm an American. I need to eat every two hours.
1: Can I get that combo beef with the sausage in the middle for this (laughs) second half, please? Yeah, the the three sandwiches in one. Yeah, that one. (laughs) It's insane to me that these pretentious douchebags, Scorsese and Cameron, can't just let it be. All right. You made a sweet movie. You probably made billions. You're going to get some retarded Academy Award nobody cares about. All right. Leave these small theaters alone, dude. I personally want to go give my patronage to these institutions who are kind of sticking it to the man and saying, you know what, let's put a little 10-minute break in here so everybody else can go smoke a joint in the parking lot and come back and enjoy the second half.
0: Yeah, I love it. Stretch your legs. You enjoy the movie more, dude. You go re-up the pop and
1: the uh, the popcorn, you know? The soda pop, that's right. You got to get that sugar rush. Or, uh, you know, wash the sody pop down with some, you know, candies and the popcorn. I mean, that that's extra torture. Salty. I
0: literally am looking at a giant screen of water and I can't go get a drink. I know, the way of water. <laughs>
1: or what? Or you gotta piss, right? He's watching waterfalls and streams and hearing the movement of water for like four hours. That's... that's torture, yes. dude. Yes.
0: No, that's literally what the Chinese would do to you back in the time. I'm pretty sure that was a torture
1: method. <laughs> All right, so shall we venture back down this outrageous journey with the uh, supposedly colored Asian lady who's the mayor of Boston and is refusing to let white people attend her Christmas party? So, I mean, she can't go to her own party. That's kind of what I was thinking about this. But here, let's, uh, let's dig a little further. This rabbit hole is deep. Just, okay, let me, oh, 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 let, me just, let me
0: just draw the line. For those that don't know, I'm going to draw the line right now. Go in the, go to the south side of Chicago and scream the N word. No, then you're not black. (laughs) Yeah, good call. You're not colored, right? You're not, you're not part of the colored community.
1: (laughs) You're white. Yeah, yeah. That's that's an excellent uh, measurement, I think. Whether not, whether or not you can say the N word, well, anywhere. Right, I think that's kind
0: of because think about it. Like even like some some Mexicans try to pull it off, and but they won't pull it off in certain areas, certain neighborhoods.
1: You know what I mean? But the Puerto Ricans, they will do it anywhere. That's the
0: line. I
1: watched a clip. It's about ten minutes long. It's Kanye, Yay Yeezy. He's back. He. Oh yeah. Did you catch this? He was at a party and he went on a fantastic rant. Of which he used some choice language that's popular in the African-American community <laughs> that I just didn't feel comfortable playing on the air here on our Two White Dudes show that we got rocking. Uh, it didn't seem right. So I, I decided maybe we could just talk about it. But he he now, you know, Michael Rappaport, and maybe we could play this on another episode. Rapoport oh, is unleashing God. all these videos where he's, he's again, he's mad at, at Kanye uh, because allegedly now Kanye is more of an anti-Semite, where he in this rant puts on blast uh the most powerful families in the world and talks about how he's on a pantheon with you know Jesus and uh, all this stuff <laughs> and it's it's a wild wild and wacky rant, but uh, Kanye's back and he's speaking the truth, so I'm excited about it. And when Michael Rapaport responds. And starts calling you anti Semitic, you're probably uh, you're probably speaking some truth, I can only imagine.
0: I just made fun of him for being fat. It was really weird. Oh, you did watch the rap a poor response, huh?
1: Of course I did. I couldn't but it was so stupid. Did you watch just... the original Kanye rant?
0: I try, I couldn't really get through it. It's uh... rough. It's a rough listen, yeah. It's <laughs> a rough listen. It's a rough
1: listen. He's drunk or something. He's on something. You know,
0: they're all on something. <laughs> It's a, it's a weird uh, I video. I think we should stop listening to these crazy people. You know what I mean? I've said it before. I'll say it again. His music wasn't even that good. He was the Jamal Neighbors of uh, <laughs> of, of rapping. Everybody kept calling him a G- Not Jamal Neighbors. I always do that.
1: It's uh, Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors. He's ask. the
0: Jonathan Majors. Jamal Neighbors
1: is actually a really funny comedian. Uh, yes, uh, and I like the comparison but uh, or the mix-up, and you are correct, sir nary a genius with either fella but we were so quick to declare them to be these brilliant masterminds
0: it's terrible and now we shouldn't listen to them about anything you know yeah this quote unquote genius rapper that wasn't even that good at rapping oh I'm surprised he doesn't have the answer for the middle east
1: (laughs) 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 that's a good call dude honestly yeah, this whole—I mean, the middle East I mean, thing, even, even Neil deGrasse Tyson, I, all his
0: education and everything, I would take his advice on physics, not Hamas,
1: right? Yeah, or Judaism, right? You, Neil deGrasse or Tyson, or even what yeah.
0: a man and a woman is, because apparently his science can't tell you that.
1: <laughs> well, you see, when you throw the football to the receiver, you throw it ahead of the receiver. Except unless the receiver is a woman with a dick. See, but then you have to throw the football behind the receiver. We just need to have weight classes. (laughs) Because if we had weight
0: classes, like wrestling, it would make it more fair.
1: Oh, man. Well, should we hit home more on the woke and continue down this wacky... And wild journey with the uh, mayor from Boston, who's allegedly colored now because she's Asian and she's now not allowing the white people to come to her party. But uh, apparently this is a common practice. This is something that's been going on for decades. It's a tradition where we exclude the whites, man. In Boston? Here we go. Members of Boston City Council inviting them to a holiday party meant to be exclusively for minority members of the city government. Correspondent Elizabeth Pran is live. So Elizabeth, those invitations ultimately
2: rescinded
1: uh, from these members of council, correct?
2: Yes, from the seven members that was rescinded within about 15 minutes. And Mayor Michelle Wu did admit that the email was not intended for the larger group. She did speak to a group of reporters last night, but she did not apologize. Uh, She did not cancel the party, only saying that, as we mentioned, the invitation was intended for just uh, a small group of people on the city council. She
1: literally admitted, yeah, this was not meant for the white people. (laughs) <laughs> it was meant for the
0: non-white. I can't believe that's okay. I I can't believe we're saying this is okay. This is
1: totally cool, man. Come on, this is Mike. This is progress. We're being progressive, baby. Right? We're being yeah. inclusive. We're being inclusive by excluding all of you. See how that works? And you know, if you include the Asian and
0: your people of color, well, now the white people are the minority. That's right, man. If we're just talking Western European we're the minority now in this country it's only like 40 percent all right it's
1: game set match it's time to move <laughs> i think we got to move back to europe man
0: because that means you all are one community right the people of color the poc community
1: yeah man the POC.
0: 60 percent of this
1: country <laughs> oh yeah all right that's right good deal good it's good for all us white guys <laughs> everyone's excited for yeah, the this future. Yeah, is really fun. We're already there. We can't get jobs now, all right? So pretty soon it's the gulags for the rest of us.
2: She told reporters this was an honest mistake done by her team. As you mentioned, the original email was sent by her aide. We can put it up on the screen so you can see um, just a snippet of it. It says, in part, honorable members, on behalf of Mayor Michelle Wu, I cordially invite you and a guest to the Electeds of Color Holiday Party. So just to give you an idea of what the uh, city council is made up of, there are six minority members, there are seven white members. Um, Wu telling reporters last night that it is a tradition to have uh, the diverse gathering and other gatherings will be offered for a much larger group throughout the holiday season. How do you call it a, a
1: diverse gathering if you're excluding a specific <laughs> skin color? You're you're not diverse if you're excluding. I don't know, man. Maybe I don't understand the mm. definition of inclusion.
0: Right. No, no. It is more inclusive though because there's no white people, so I'm making <laughs> Because they could all be included and feel safe without us.
1: Uh, oh, okay.
0: Maybe hmm. I like sometimes, Frank, sometimes you have to be a fascist to be anti-fascist. Yes. I don't know if you know oh, well,
1: I am a certified moron, so obviously I just can't wrap my head around this. <laughs> yeah, this guy doesn't even know what a turf is. Hey, <laughs> halfway through the E at this point, folks, I think I understand whatever that E means. Here we go
2: and while some such as frank baker now he is a democrat he is a white uh, man on the city council he said he was not offended he wrote in part to the boston herald i don't really get offended too easily to offend me you're gonna have to do much more than not invite me to this party but he did go on to say (laughs) thank you you know (laughs) not playing
1: the victim kind of an honorable thing to do here well well played sir yeah Mm. wow yeah you know what, go enjoy your little inclusive party there, not offended, I'll go have some drinks and enjoy my time elsewhere.
0: Yeah, we're just gonna have our own party and uh, we'll see which one gets shot up.
1: (laughs) Wow, wow. (laughs) Just imagine if they had a Whites-only fucking party, man. Yeah, probably
0: be a pretty good party to be at, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) It would be well-financed. There's no doubt about it. The, be- the best food.
1: <laughs> this, is, this is a sad state of affairs. I mean, we, we are now in actual segregation territory at this point. So congratulations. Less than 100 years, we've gone completely backwards.
0: <laughs> no whites allowed. I can't believe that's allowed. No whites and, and, and allowed. I really hope all you people of Boston... I mean, Boston's
1: got to be mostly white. Notoriously, the garden where the Celtics play at... It's considered the single most racist place to play a game. The crowd is unrelenting with the racial slurs they rain down upon all the black players on the court. Dude.
0: You know the funniest part about this news clip? Whenever, Whatever day this news clip came out was the day all the Bostons realized they voted for a person of color.
1: Right. Before that. They- <laughs> Good Good call.
0: <laughs> Before that, they thought they voted for a white person.
1: Wow! So all you know now is in the next mayoral election there in Boston, it's going to be a landslide for some Irishman, right? Yeah, it's guaranteed. Yeah,
0: Yeah, Patrick (laughs) McDonald.
2: That's right.
0: (laughs) Be the next mayor.
2: find it unfortunate old, that with the temperature Patty. the way it is, that we would further that division. She is getting support from other members of the city council, Brian Worrell, um, writing in part that this just shows you that Boston's government um, has all kinds of groups, but here on your screen, this is just what we're seeing in the virtual world. Um, Kelly, there is definitely um, quite a bit of vitriol. I got of this this. Says in I
0: part- hear this lady talk. Is she an Asian with a Boston
1: accent? Uh, no, she... <laughs> She eventually came out and apologized. I didn't clip it because I, I just thought it would be a little bit too much. But uh, she came out and said, "Wee wee 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 sorry. Oh, wee wee sorry. <laughs> No, I don't think if she's Chinese. Is
2: she?
1: I don't know you. I'm just saying, not you. But her last name is you, I think. With the U with the Y, the U or Woo. It's e- it's either you or Woo. You're so racist. That's right. I'm
2: a bigot. Yeah. Or had a, I'm a-
1: person of color. I'm allowed to be because she's a racist too. You could be racist towards racists, right? Doesn't that work?
0: Right. Remember the remember the whole thing. Uh, is it okay to punch a Nazi? Right.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, either way, I guarantee she supports tearing down the statue of Christopher Columbus. So, uh, and I guess you know what you're right. I was being racist and bigoted. And to this mayor, Miss You, or we, <laughs> do I, it. I have to say, I'm wee 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 sawy. <laughs> oh, we don't know she's Chinese. So also Hiroshima.
2: Oh, Hiroshima. Sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm gonna cover all the grounds here.
2: <laughs> Only white party. The screams of racism would be loud. She deserves no less. So, if you look on social media today, you will see a myriad of responses. Of course, we have reached out to the mayor's office. We have asked a little bit more about the party. We have reached out to other council members. We have also asked the mayor's office if this party uh, was taxpayer funded. As of this moment, yeah, we this have not so heard tough. back.
0: I don't even care about this anymore. Oh, okay, good. Dude, Thank uh, you. you had on there the COVID facts.
1: Oh, you want to just jump into it? All Frank. right,
0: dude. yeah. I don't care about this lady anymore. It's So stupid. Thank you. I enjoyed She's it. so stupid. This whole racism thing is so stupid. You guys are having to
1: create racism to cover racism. I, I, you know? I did the whole it's, clip. We did 20 minutes there on that clip just so I could do the uh, wee 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 sawi uh, bit. It was, it, was it, was the whole, it was the whole reason great. I was able to get it there. So I appreciate it. Thank you,
0: Frank. <laughs> Stop Asian hate. You know. <laughs> But, but oh, dude, uh, yeah. really funny. Uh, Uncle Guy was sick today.
1: All right, yeah, a lot. Well, the flu is on the rise, so is RSV, <laughs> as well as uh, the COVID is coming back. Well, that's.
0: I woke up this morning, and I was like, hey, "Uncle Guy's not coming. He's sick. He tested positive for COVID." Oh man! Right, and they were all like, "Well, you know, what's the symptoms?" He had, a, he was throwing up. He had all this, and then I'm like, "Well, that's not even COVID symptoms." He tested positive, but it turns out he just had a stomach flu. He's fine already. All
1: right, nice. <laughs> hey, back on his feet.
0: Rockin' and rollin', baby. Like, who the fuck
1: is testing? Who is testing? Why are you testing? It's well known. It has been proven that this, those tests are wrong. They don't work. They're bullshit. We, Did you see the
0: thing with the this? Coca-Cola?
1: I Oh, uh... Oh my God! People are getting sick. Something happened.
0: Uh, No, no, no! You could, you could
1: fake the test with Coca-Cola.
0: I guess it'll give you a
1: positive. Oh, this is beautiful! So you could take a can of Coke, you clean the rust off your bumper, and then um, dip your little COVID test in there, and take the week off of work. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's great. So I I guess people that work for Chicago are doing it. Of course, you you just send a picture to your boss with a positive COVID test. It's like
1: four or five days paid. Off. Beautiful. I'm going to keep that in my back pocket for when uh, we have a nice sunny week and I know they're not chemtrailing. That's when I'm going to do the old positive uh, COVID test and enjoy myself <laughs> a little free vacation. But I
0: can't believe they're even. Tr-
1: who is still
0: talking about COVID? Why is it even a word we're still saying?
1: Oh my God, Mike, everybody's talking about COVID!
2: As winter nears, troubling news tonight about respiratory illnesses with cases on the rise and vaccination rates low. Morgan Chesky reports.
0: It's a scene playing out in clinics and hospitals nationwide prompting an urgent warning from the CDC behind troubling new numbers. The agency alerting doctors, flu hospitalizations have spiked 200% over the last 4 weeks. Hospitalizations for RSV and COVID surging as well. A wave of respiratory illnesses. Officials say it's currently is currently They didn't fast. give you the number. They just said surging for COVID. Of
1: course, man, they never have the number. We- We've figured this out long ago. We're just gonna use fear porn words and uh, get your interest in, and then you know we'll never actually give you facts. And don't give us your facts. That's alternative media, man. What are you an Alex Jones fan?
0: <laughs> and nobody remembers the uh, clicking death count on fucking CNN that they kept up there for the whole year until the numbers started going down.
1: You know, how it went down. <laughs> I don't know how. We will know that we've turned a corner when it comes to information and truth when we start seeing a ticker for vax deaths on one of these channels. Oh, good call. That's when we know the victory is in our grasp here. Uh, Until that day, we are being fooled and bamboozled and lied to by these clowns in the legacy media. Uh, never listen to what they say, and I, I think, quite frankly, you're always better off from a health perspe- perspective, doing the total opposite of whatever they tell you to do on Good Morning America. I think we covered this in the last episode. You know, just don't do what the news tells you to do.
0: Well, I've said it before. I'll say it again. If you've been, if you've spent the last four years listening to Joe Rogan instead of the news, you're in good shape. You've been eating better. You probably feel a lot better. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> you're probably mentally better. You know. <laughs> yeah man and, if, you... and if, you've to mo- if you've listened to the morning kool-aid you are fully vaccinated, probably f- way fatter
1: lazier, feel like shit yeah man and a good callback to the morning kool-aid show starring Joe Scarborough, I love that man oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you're right, if you've been following the advice of the folks on the morning kool-aid, there's a good chance you're not even alive anymore to be totally honest <laughs> You're most likely part of those 17 million excess deaths that we've had in this country.
0: Well, that's how they were counting COVID deaths on CNN. They were just watching as people stopped watching. (laughs) That's
1: right. They just counted that. They lost another one. As the viewership goes down, they're able to deduce how many people are dying in real time from the vaccine program.
0: I mean, after a year, it was only their viewers dying that were so
1: fat and lazy by that point. Well, that's been my theory lately as to why these vaccination numbers are down. You killed everybody. Nobody wants to get your vaccine. Those who are still alive now, they said no thanks to your vaccine program a long time ago, my friends. <laughs>
0: I saw Bronny James. Wow. Yeah. That's right. And DeMar right. Hamlin on Monday Night Football.
1: Yeah. How many sacks and tackles did DeMar Hamlin uh, tally up this year? Right? Not very I many. Not enough. If... Not very many. He's not, he's not a pro bowler this year. Let me tell you that. What you would call a starter. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw DeMar Hamlin retire from the NFL within the next year. Uh, oh,
0: for sure. Similar start to, a
1: dealership. Very similar to J.J. Watt. Uh, the NFL oh, yeah. buried this, but J.J. Watt pretty much had a heart attack right at the end of a football game uh, about a year and a half ago, <sighs> and they had to use a defibrillator. Am I saying that correctly? Yeah. Um, yeah on him to jumpstart his heart to get it, I think they claimed, back in rhythm, whatever that means. <laughs> um. And then he retired, right? So I think maybe the NFL just kicked a few extra million to DeMar Hamlin this year and said, "We're going to parade you around and put you in junk time and you know hoist you up as this kind of success story, and then you can retire." Thanks for your time.
0: Well, our uncle has always said it that uh, you know the quarterbacks they're the smartest guys. So the difference is JJ Watts knew what would happen to him. You know, Damar Hamlin. He probably believes them when they say he's going to be okay. Uh, That's right. (laughs) JJ Watts, that interview where he announced he was retiring, where he was crying. and He's like, I had to think about my son. Dude, that is why they had to bury that. Yes. Because that was such a convincing plea to not take the vaccine. Yes. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, that was a that was one of the biggest, toughest men in the world, just broken down completely to tears and uh
1: Yeah, his career's over and all he can think about is staying alive for X amount of years for his child to be there for his kids, man. You you couldn't say it better, man. It was heartbreaking to watch. The way this he guy. said
0: it, you knew it was like his mind wasn't even on football anymore. It was like you guys just shortened my life. Yes. You you just shortened my life
1: yeah and what's really weird when you think about it, that's kind of how we concluded twenty twenty two and the vaccine mandates and the rollouts and the the you know rollback of that uh mandating um on top of it, what do we have this year now? Oh, we have Travis Kelsey promoting it with the commercials, and look how healthy and Successful Travises, Oh my God, he's dating Taylor Swift. He's so popular, and he loves the vaccine. He got two of them. That
0: did you see that uh, thing going around on Twitter? You mean like after X. two weeks of Chiefs uh, viewership consecutive dropping or something? He's uh-huh. he's not broken up with Taylor, and is dating that uh, that other Latina
1: chick. <laughs> No way, dude. <laughs> I no fucked it up.
0: Way. No, no, it's a joke going around oh, on Twitter.
1: Oh, man.
0: That because the viewership has been dropping for the Chiefs, because people are kind of sick of Taylor. Like, now he's going to break up with her and date somebody else.
1: Like Olivia Rodrigo or uh, one of yeah, these other. Yeah, something. You it's got to be like a POC, you know? You said Latin, so I went with the uh, the more famous uh, lady yeah, out it's, there.
0: It's, the, it's like the younger version of Miley Kunis.
1: Oh yeah, the Ortega. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, was she Wednesday Adams in the in the uh, <coughs> Wednesday Adams movie? No. All right. Well, you know she's. Did seems you really like over.
0: that one? That show.
1: I didn't watch it. I saw moments of it as Emma watched it, and I had weird thoughts about how they were in a strangely perverse and sexualized manner presenting what was supposed to be a high school girl. And they were sexualizing this uh, Wednesday Adams, who we know the character of Wednesday Adams as being like a child. And so the, I, I found it to be like, uh, like kind of this like, um, you know, the Hollywood pedo machine, and they're making this popular show out of what's traditionally a child character, and they're keeping it a child. But they're sexualizing it, and I, I kind of was immediately like, I, I see what's going on here. I'm not going to dig in. Hmm. My inner Matt Walsh took over, and I said, no thanks. I was going to say, damn,
0: you got to
1: stop watching Daily Wire. I went, I went hard on him. <laughs> I, I did a deep-dive Daily Wire version <laughs> of my own in-depth analysis of the Wednesday Adams show, and I said, no way, man. I don't want to get caught knowing anything about this, right? Cause they get the chick who's in her twenties, and they're dolling her up to make her look like she's under the age of eighteen. Uh, that seems to be Hollywood's mo. You know, we yeah, want to sexualize guess. this I didn't underage really Think kid. about that. That's all I could think about. You're right. I, that's when I uh, ended my uh, little subscription there to the Daily Wire. I thought <laughs> I'm going a little hard on this. <laughs> Hand me that Bud Light, friend. <laughs> this could just be Netflix trying to make a little bit of money. I don't know. Uh, oh, you know, maybe I'll check it out eventually. Plus it had Louise Guzman in it. That guy's so funny. Yes, he is a funny fella. Absolutely. No, maybe I'll check it out. I don't know. I, I never have time for the it TV show. Good. I I don't. I can't invest into these programs or these movies, man. It's too much time. Well, this was like a season.
0: It wasn't mm-hmm. that good. I, I don't think I ever finished watching it.
1: I think she's going to be in uh, the new Beetlejuice. She's in a lot of stuff. She was in Scream, and, you know, I never saw those new Screams that they did. They did another Scream? Oh, oh, man. Like a new one, right? I saw the rundown of the, like, big blockbusters coming out next year, and it was like, ghostbusters six and you know beetlejuice two and a new version of jurassic park or something like everything was a freaking reboot or the seventh iteration of the movie franchise for next year you know like doctor strange five lesbian extremo you know like it was just like every i was like come on man Hollywood, you had a year Uh, long. This one,
0: Cumberbatch comes out as a lesbian. (laughs) He was a woman the whole time.
1: These freaking losers in Hollywood had a year off on strike, and nobody came up with an original freaking idea—not one. Dude, you
0: are holy shit! Listen, I literally just typed in movies 2024. First one, Gladiator Two. Yes. Second one, (laughs) Twisters. Yes. You have Deadpool three, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes.
1: Yes, everything's yes.
0: Joker, Foley, uh, dude, dude. There is not an original. Oh, Legend of the White Dragon. Okay, here we go. No, I, oh, is that a Mortal Kombat? Yeah, no, everything, everything is. Bad a Boys four.
1: They're coming up with another Bad Boy. Oh my God. It's called Bad Boys four Slapping. I believe it's the uh, <laughs> the slapback. The slapback. Dude, this is Yes! It's unbelievable. This
0: you is you were not kidding. Knives you, out 3. This I mean, is why was,
1: nobody cared about the strike cuz you assholes have come up with nothing original sh- in two decades, man.
0: Holy shit, Beverly Hills cop.
1: Yeah, 4. Yeah, that's right. It's out, oh, man. Oh my god, dude,
0: you were not kidding. <laughs> There's like not an original idea on this board. <laughs>
1: You're going to have Batman 10 come out. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything is a just freaking reboot, repeat. They're doing, like,
0: a Lion King 2 thing?
1: Yes,
0: dude. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> you, <laughs> This is one you
1: did not exaggerate. There is not a single... Because I, you know what happened was I saw the new Ghostbusters trailer, and I was like, okay, this is cool, and... Wow, they're back in New York. Oh, they're bringing back the old gang. Of course they are. And then I was thinking, like, oh, man, this is like Ghostbuster, you know, six or whatever. Like, all right, right, it sounds all right. And then I looked through the slate of all the other movies, and I'm like, all of these are, like, the 10th version of some franchise sure. side section. You know, we're going on the reboot <laughs> with this, and... it. It's, it's just worse
0: and worse. I was like, okay, maybe comedies will save us. There's a few originals, but then you have another Garfield movie, Kung Fu Panda 4, <laughs> Despicable <laughs> Me Four. Yes.
2: Like, dude, nothing, and then uh,
0: these are gonna be the epics. One of the epics. Uh, Passion of the Christ Resurrection.
1: <laughs> oh wow. I'm gonna be honest, that's a sequel I did not see coming. No! I kind of thought that story was done. I'm not gonna lie.
0: They're coming out out with another blade. They're doing another Mad Max. Oh yeah,
1: Furiosa. That's right. It's so that's a beautiful one. That's a sequel reboot. No, no, wait. I can't get it right. It's a prequel reboot (laughs) of a rebooted franchise. No joke. Right? It's 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 a prequel reboot new franchise off the, f- <laughs> off the Fury Road, which was a rebooted se- pre- sequel to an Man, it's insane like The original
0: dude. Mad Max was so dumb. There's no way those guys making that movie were like, you know what, in 40 years they're still going to be doing these.
1: <laughs> they, I don't think they foresaw us running out of all ideas. How is it possible that there's just no major film that's new? Coming out. No
0: way. They're doing another Mean Girls. (laughs) Oh my. Lord of the Rings is coming out with another shit.
1: They're rebooting Harry Potter. It's gonna be a TV series on like Uh. Apple Plus. Yeah, dude, it's all over. They can't do Harry Potter, she's
0: a Turf. (laughs) She was like the Queen
1: Turf. She's a QT. It works if you reboot it and you make Harry a chick, right?
0: Oh, that's even worse. Unless Harry becomes a chick, right. then she proves she's not a turf. Harry becomes Carrie. Well, Harry hasn't Potter. become a chick, and the writer has to proclaim that she believes Harry has all the same rights as a woman. <laughs> right. Then she can prove she's not a turf. Then it's acceptable.
1: Okay. So uh, in the first movie, Harry learns to tuck and then he beats the women's team at Quidditch. <laughs> Quidditch. Right. Is that how that works? <laughs> Did I follow this correctly?
0: He's gotta learn the right spell to tuck his dick. You know? <laughs> First time he tries it, his wand hides.
1: <laughs> Hocus pocus, tuckus fuckus. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. Did I swear right there, or where'd my wand go? Oh, no. <laughs> Not again. I see a good opportunity to cast Dylan Mulvaney in an important role, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, she could be hairy. <laughs> well, speaking of wizards, and uh, I find this is actually a really good transition. Uh, the wizards in our real world are looking to move out of the Washington, D.C. area, and they are going
2: to Virginia. Washington, D.C.? Like many places, it's struggling stadium. to reinvent its downtown now that fewer people are working from offices. And the city may lose some more key workers, namely the Washington Wizards and Washington Capitals. This week, the owner of the professional basketball and hockey teams announced a deal to relocate out of D.C. and into neighboring Virginia. Jenny Gathright of member station WAMU is here with details. Hey, Jenny. Hi, Ari. Tell us about the deal that team hey, owners Ari. announced this week. <laughs> Full details are still trickling out, but essentially, it's a huge $2 billion public-private partnership. The agreement is between the company that own, owns the teams, which is Monumental Sports and Entertainment, and officials in Virginia. It would create a huge entertainment and sports district, so not just a new arena, but new practice facilities, retail, restaurants, a concert venue, and that would all be built in Alexandria, Virginia, right across the Potomac River from D.C. The deal Deal still needs to clear some legislative hurdles, but Ted Leonsis, the owner of both teams, and Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin are projecting a lot of confidence that it'll happen by 2028. In which case, what happens to the neighborhoods that these teams have been in here in Washington, D.C.? What what would it mean for the D.C. economy? it's worrying I mean fans bring foot traffic which helps with public safety fans ride public transit into the game so they support the DC metro system fans support local
1: all right so they're beating around the bush this is NPR and the reason I love it is because it's going to happen this team this these two teams are going to leave DC uh, if you read into it a little bit more and listen to some of the interviews with the owner of the franchise he explicitly says it's the rising crime rate and the democratic <laughs> policies that continue to raise the crime which are directly contributing to his decision to move the team to Virginia which is a republican state yeah they don't get it
0: it gets harder and harder to recruit people to work in this area you know
1: what i mean nobody wants to live in the area
0: yes fans aren't going to come
1: it's why it's crazy. the the bears it sounds like their deal with Arlington Heights might not fully go through potentially, but they're also looking at other places, not Chicago. That's what people can't wrap their heads around. Like these major franchises that are owned by these billionaires, they don't want to run their companies in these crime-ridden cities anymore. They're moving out, man.
0: That's more than that. <coughs> Chicago at all like was like trying to make a deal that they could build a new stadium just south of the old one, and it's like. Yeah, but we can't find enough tranny plumbers to build, <laughs> to, 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 to meet your stupid fucking quotas.
1: Yeah, I, with, when it comes to the Bears, apparently there's a lot of regulation and restriction via the village of Arlington Heights that is potentially going to ruin the deal for them to move there. Nah, they'll
0: come to an agreement.
1: I think they will, and I, I again, I'm immediately... You know, going, you know, our dad doesn't want
0: to admit it. He keeps bragging that the bears are coming. But, dude, he's, him and all the other taxpayers of Arlington Heights are going to end up eating the cost. Absolutely. The big argument is like over upgrading certain roads and like sewer systems and who's going to pay for it? The taxpayer. <laughs>
1: that's right,
0: but dude. And that's what always ends up happening.
1: Don't get it wrong. These. Billionaires who own these teams want to get rid of the high taxes, get out of the high taxes, get out of the areas that are riddled with crime. Go take a look at what the area looks like around Soldier Field. Actually, forget that. Go to the south side. Take a look at the United Center and the neighborhood around there or the neighborhood around Comiskey. There's been a lot of articles about the rent uh, you know, for the land that Comiskey's on is coming up to a new contra- contractual agreement. And the uh, owners of Comiskey are saying, you know, we think we might just move the White Sox. No, they can't. They'll never will. I think it could eventually get bad enough that a lot of these teams and these owners are just going to pack up their things and take it to places where maybe they're not taxed as much. Maybe there's a little bit less crime, right? I, that's the view I get. Hey, no more D.C., let's go to Virginia. Yeah, I don't think the White Sox will leave. I don't know. I, yeah, maybe. I've read some maybe. stuff, man. Originally, so the original contract that is now running out for Comiskey is, or whatever it is now, U.S. Cellular, I, I think. I just always call it Comiskey, The Cell. The Cell. But uh, uh, apparently, uh, Reinsdorf, I think, who's the owner of the, the Sox, he originally wanted to move to Florida. He wanted to move the White Sox to Florida. And the mayor of Chicago, and I believe it was Daly at the time, back in 87, brokered a deal to make sure the White Sox stayed for a few decades. They did. <clears throat> that deal, uh, that contract is coming up now, and it, it, they seem to want to get out of the south side. And I, I've seen some speculation about going into Indiana, potentially. That's oh, um, You idea. know, I, I think maybe that would work out a lot better for the fan base as well and it would probably be cheaper
0: it is sad because they were really building up that area it was getting really nice and now it's just the whole area around the park is just getting shittier and shittier the people of that area do not take care of things
2: <laughs> we'll just leave <laughs> it at that, it? that when it comes to yeah. uh,
1: describing the folks <laughs> In the south side of Chicago, there's kind of a gray area too between Indiana and southeast Chicago, right? Like it kind of bleeds into one another. So I could see where you could shift the White Sox into Indiana, and you know, I mean, is crime really that much better in Indiana in that part? Or we're talking almost Gary at this point? Yeah, it depends where you go. You could yeah. It's way it's, <laughs> crime is way better once you get away from like areas like Gary. Yeah, Gary's a rough town. It always has been. You can smell Gary uh, miles away as you're approaching. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that doesn't smell as bad anymore. Really, they've gotten rid of the stank. All right, well, man. There's no jobs. They closed all the plants. Ah,
1: that's Bidenomics, folks. See how that works?
0: Oh <laughs> well, yeah, we fixed the environment. Now there's no jobs.
1: Right, we're building back better. If I remember it correctly, is that what oh, we're all not doing? Better for you. We didn't say who it was going to be better for. <laughs> Right, we
0: just said it was gonna be better, and if you're Hunter Biden, this is fucking great.
1: <laughs> doesn't get much better for a guy like Hunter Biden. Oh, you're right. When it comes to Bidenomics, uh, it's building back better for the pockets of the oligarchs of Ukraine and for uh, and for Joe, Joe Biden. Yeah. Right? It's building build back. back better for me.
0: <laughs> See how hard it is to build back better for 300 million? Oh, build back better for me.